Welcome to The Insider. This is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Our topic today is wayfinding in downtown Murfreesboro, and our guest is Joel Aguilera. He's in the planning department. He's a project coordinator and planner. We thank you for joining us on this Insider podcast. Thank you, Mike. It's good to be here, sir. Let's talk about wayfinding in general so we can kind of set the table of what this is. Um, there was a, a survey that was conducted and at KMA, there was a company that conducted the survey, so a lot of people in Murfreesboro uh, responded to some of those questions. And uh, they were contracted to do the survey and then to do more. So let's start with when the survey was conducted, you know, so that we knew when the start day and end date was, and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah, the survey, uh, yeah, KMA was the one, is the firm behind this, and they were the ones that published, they created and published the survey. The survey was first published out in December 15th, 2023. Um, we wanted to get it enough time to get traffic into the, uh, for the general public to provide feedback and responses, and so we left it open from December 15th until January, uh, January 12th of 2024. We felt, again, that was an appropriate amount of time. With the holidays and everything, we wanted to make sure we were capturing enough uh, enough responses as people are going into the holidays and then leaving it open and so um, that's the, the, we left it around that time we've generated a lot of good responses from that I don't expect you to go over every question but give me an idea of some of the questions you were asking and what you were trying to determine yes of course so some of the questions that we wanted to ask and we worked with KMA on were questions related to public opinion on signage I think that was the biggest thing uh, public opinion on signage, their conditions, was it really, is it really serving the needs that they have right now? And then second was their opinion and feedback on design elements. We wanted to make sure that this is a good time um, for the consultants in the, in the city that we are gauging the opinion on design elements. What do you think would be uh, more suited for uh, a type of architecture design in the downtown area? This is for the downtown. The downtown is a very unique, uh, unique element, features to it, and so we want to make sure that we're hearing the public on what types of components or design do you believe is, is important for the downtown wayfinding and signage program. So it's my understanding that this particular survey was initiated by a previous study that was looking at things like parking and mobility downtown. Mm -hmm. So what was that study about and, and what did it initiate, I guess? Yes, yeah, so uh, that's a good question because this really came from a previous study, and we always tell that. This was the basis of previous work that had been done in 2022. Uh, Neil Schaefer did a study, and it was completed uh, and presented to City Council Planning Commission as well, but it was presented in April 2022. kind of went over the findings for a downtown parking and mobility study. Um, this was really a foundation that led into weight finding because it looked at mobility, and the existing parking conditions of the downtown. It looked at management of parking, availability of parking, accessibility of parking. It looked at street lights, all these types of things. And the other crucial part of that really was, you know, mobility. Where are people coming from? Where are they coming? Uh, why are they coming to the downtown? But again, that trip generation that was coming from it, that was really big. We understood uh, around the downtown, a lot of people have talked about parking. A lot of people have talked about the perception of parking. It seems that, you know, it's kind of difficult to find parking. The parking garage is kind of disconnected, uh, is kind of disconnected in some cases from the, the main square. And so people are having difficulty. Where is it at? Where can I go? How many hours can I park here? You know, so that communication, that perception of parking, what it, where it, the availability and accessibility of it. But the other part of that was the mobility part of it, that connectivity aspect. That was very big. Um, in the Neil Schaefer study, they found that uh, when they casted, uh, when they did their data pooling, 
um, between October, uh, January and October of 2021, they looked at trip generation and they found that 44% of trips uh, are going through the downtown study area, through that downtown area. 44% are going through, 54% are either starting or ending in the downtown area, and then 2% are um, happening and occurring within the study area. Was that surprising because it was more than what was anticipated? I think it was a little bit surprising in the fact that there was just so much mobility and interaction with the downtown. Um, you know, we had, at least from my time here serving on this project and working with my colleagues, uh, we had never had an actual concrete understanding of the amount of trips that are being generated in the study area. But now here from Neil Schaefer, we are understanding there's a lot of interaction with the downtown. There's a lot of trips being generated. There's people coming for specific events or specific services, and they're coming into this. And so we need to ensure that that connectivity is there, that efficient mobility is happening in the downtown. And so from Neil Schaefer, the, they made a number, from that study, they made several recommendations. A lot of it was related to perception of parking, management of parking. Again, how we can make people see that there's, there's parking here, we're managing it, and you're making it available, but the perception of safety as well. Um, but again, that availability of parking. Well, the question I have about that is um, we have parking downtown. Yes. There, yes. there are the two-hour parkings around the square yes. lots, and then there are two parking garages that I know of. Mm-hmm. So the parking exists, but the question is, do people know those parking garages are available for them? Yes, and that's a very key question, a very good question, because that is one of the things that people ask about. That is one of those components. Do they? Do I know where the parking is at? And several times, whether it's with everyday residents, whether if it's with public meetings being held here, um, or other contractors, or whatever it may be, they are not able to easily find that parking. They're finding that. I didn't know that there was a parking garage below. And sometimes, again, that's with current residents and new residents. And so one of the key recommendations was from Neil Schaefer was kind of what you're highlighting on is making it easier to find. They want, uh, Neil Schaefer highlighted to the city council and our representatives that, uh, that parking must be managed, but it must be easier to find as well. And one of those recommendations for that solution, uh, one of the solutions for that recommendation, sorry, was wayfinding, wayfinding improvements. making wayfinding improvements in the downtown area so people can better identify these areas for parking, better identification for destinations, and again, improving that overall connectivity for the downtown, which again, led into where we're at right now with wayfinding. Do we know why people are coming downtown? Is it better than anecdotal information? Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of the the quantitative and qualitative data that we have done with wayfinding, our consultants have done, but also from a number of our partnerships with Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce and Main Street. We know that a number of people are coming to the downtown um, for various things, but I think there's two two answers to that. Um, Why people are coming to downtown is one is because we're very government-centric in the downtown. You have City Hall, um, other common destinations like um, Rutherford County Judicial Building. You have the clerk's office, Rutherford County Clerk's Office. Um, these are important destinations that the people regular that people regularly interact with and that they need for their everyday their everyday needs. You know, pulling a building permit, um, registering a new business, renewing your tags, paying taxes, etc. Um, even City Hall, another again a common destination where. We, they, if you are wanting to attend a public meeting and speak on something, speak on an item, a rezoning, uh, an agenda item on city council, this is where you come. This is where you come to speak. But we also have shopping and restaurants. I mean, 
isn't that important? Yes, it is. Yes, it is very important. And that highlights the second, uh, second component to that answer. And that is downtown has been very successfully marketed as a destination. You have groups like, again, the Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce. You have Main Street, who have pushed a lot of marketing effort into making downtown a destination. Rutherford Arts Alliance. Yes. There's a lot of great destination and amenities in the downtown where people are coming. Main Street has had a lot of success in building an audience. Uh, Main Street Murfreesboro has created an audience and engaging with the community and other destination, other groups like this, um, like for Center of the Arts and all of them that have put on these shows, these events. Uh, my particular favorite, Saturday Market. You see a lot of people coming and a lot of new people, a lot of new residents to Murfreesboro that are seen, uh, that are coming to the downtown. They're engaging with the shops, the restaurants. And, you know, Saturday Market is just a one event where we're seeing a lot of traffic come in with that. And so it's two parts. We're downtown, we're a, a downtown, our downtown is very government-centric, but there has been a lot of effort by the city and other groups and businesses that really help push in marketing the downtown as a destination. Uh, can you elaborate a little more on what wayfinding is and, and what will that look like visually? Like, I, I assume we're going that direction to have mm. more wayfinding. What will that look like? Yeah, that's a good question. We get that question a lot when we're, when we're going throughout this project. I mean, what is wayfinding? Um, why is there so much effort into this? What, what does it do? Um, that, and that's a very valid question. Wayfinding at its core is a directional signage system that gets people from point A to point B. It is a program, it's a system for signs, for visuals and wording to again help people navigate a certain space. Wayfinding is all around us. We see it in businesses, for businesses even like Target, um, Costco, um, other uh, areas or campuses like MTSU, they have wayfinding. Um, but it's also for physical areas like a downtown area, like a business district, um, like a park or anything like that. That is what wayfinding is. At its core, it's using visuals and wording to get people from point A to point B. I think one of the questions that was asked was something along the lines of, do you favor a more traditional type of signage or a more modern or contemporary mm -hmm. signage? What, what were you looking for there? So really looking at that when those questions was looking at that design feature, that those design features of a traditional element or, you know, like modern or anything, because there's different ways into what you can brand your signage. Again, it's visuals and wording. How does that beautification of that signage relate to that area? Is it a more natural setting Is you know, for a park? Is it related to something like the downtown, like Murfreesboro Square? Uh, we wanted to have a more traditional signage where it speaks to that landscape or something more modern. Um, and so that's kind of what we wanted to ask people because, again, it's wording and visuals, but it's really also looking at that brand aspect. You're really creating a sense of place with that. So what is the ultimate goal of the downtown wayfinding study? The ultimate goal of, a way, of the Murfreesboro downtown wayfinding study is, uh, can probably be summed up in three type of goals. We want to establish a strategic and effective uh, directional signage system. We want to ensure that we're not just putting signage there just to say we have it there. We want it to be strategic. We want it to be effective. We want this signage to be in the places where it is needed the most. Um, and so that's what we mean by that. We want it to be strategic and effective. Two, we want it to be cohesive and uniform. We want it to be consistent. We don't want a hodgepodge of signs that is gonna create confusion. We don't want uh, a, a mass of signs to overwhelm people with different designs. We want it to be consistent. And that's why we ask about those design elements. That's why we ask about 
people's opinions on that because we want it to be a consistent design so it can speak easier for people to understand. So to achieve those goals, I assume there was a reason why you picked KMA Designs for this project. Um, how did you go about selecting them and, and why? Was there something that stood out, you think, mm -hmm. in the way they handle things and what you expect them yes. in terms of results? Yes, we, so there was a, a, real, a real process put in place to ensure that we had a very qualified firm for this. Uh, Murfreesboro downtown is very unique. You know, we have, and, and, and for Murfreesboro and its history, as you all may know, um, you know, Murfreesboro in the 1990s was about 40 or 50,000 population. Now here in 2024, we're about to reach 167,000. You know, the downtown um, was always a prominent, it was always a prominent feature. It was the nucleus of the community. However, the community expanded. We expanded, we grew. And with it, we had to ensure that, you know, we're redirecting this back as our central core. And so one of the things that we wanted to, when we were finding these firms and reviewing them, listening to them, interviewing them, um, through the RFQ process, we wanted to get a firm that had that understanding of a unique setting. How have they worked with historical communities, communities that were maybe seeing reinvestment in their community, all these types of different trends that were occurring. And so we asked them these kind of questions. We asked KMA. Um, we asked other firms as well. And we found that you know, KMA was very qualified. They had done a lot of work in wayfinding of, of, uh, at different levels for businesses, for campuses, for physical business, business districts, and for cities and towns of various sizes. Um, they had also done um, the one in Sevierville, Tennessee, They'd, um, and they had glowing recommendations from them in their process, and they've done it with other communities that were seeing reinvestment, like Allentown, Pennsylvania, where they were rebranding their downtown because of new private investment, and they wanted to have that, promote that brand awareness and that connectivity. And so of all the, the firms that were involved, just KMA was the one that really understood the uniqueness of Murfreesboro, and just from their recommendations, they could quickly get enveloped into community, understand the intersections, the trends, the, the uh, environmental conditions. They were able to recall all of that, and that really, that really you know, enticed us to them with their, and their firm and their work, and we chose and we selected them. One of the interesting things about downtowns is we're talking about this survey about parking and wayfinding, which in some, to some extent it's kind of a technical or um, management type of idea. Mm -hmm. But the other thought is when you survey people, it, there tends to be more of an emotional connection mm -hmm. to, to downtown so that, that they, uh, an expression might be, well, you know, I love such and such a place or I love, you know, this particular city. And you want to kind of elicit what did, what did they say about that or why did they say that? Mm -hmm. um, because it informs, you know, the branding. It informs what people think about their particular locale or downtown. Mm -hmm. In this survey, I, I'm not sure you really got at some of those things, but maybe some people decided to volunteer some of that information. Mm -hmm. How many responses did you get, and what were some of the responses that might lend itself to this whole branding notion? Yeah, we got, uh, from that time period, again, that we left it open, we got 752 responses from the survey, which is a very, very good turnout, especially with the scope of work and area that we got. Uh, KMA uh, Design said that um, typically with this kind of work and these types of efforts, you're maybe lucky to maybe get 100 or 200 responses. Murfreesboro, we got 752, um, and that's 
due in part uh, to our colleagues here in the communications department and um, others that were helping in part of this process. That we got. There was probably so, some email marketing yes, involved. Yes, a, lot, too, a yeah. lot of marketing, a lot of push to get this in front of people. So mm -hmm. 752, that was great. The responses that we solved to that um, in your question about branding and everything, establishing the sense of place or these destinations that we refer to regularly, Oakland's Mansion, Center for the Arts, so maybe certain county buildings or other types of businesses or maybe even a park. Um, one of the things that was really highlighted was that kind of traditional sense. A lot of commentary on that we saw, um, there, was a, there was one where you could provide a, uh, a written response into what we saw. And what we saw with it was a lot of uh, speaking to that traditional sense, that heritage of it, but that communication of making it clear and understanding. The biggest design element when we saw with that was not necessarily, again, that, that artistic beautification element, but again, that, that, that functionality element. Are we gonna make this you know, an efficient signage, directional signage system? Because in their mind, the ones that are doing this right now are, are average or below average, just not really utilizing what it is. But there was, again, uh, that commentary on design. They wanted to ensure that certain places, there were some comments about specific places, again, like Oakland's Mansion. The courthouse was another big Which has a one. museum. Yes. Which is a, a destination. Yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It's, it's in a destination. And so they were highlighting all these components. So they were highlighting them because they believe, um, you know, during that survey, they wanted a signage system that would amplify these destinations and make them aware. It would, again, a design that was going to really contribute to making the downtown a sense of place again. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we saw it. That's why we had these questions asked about that. So, Joel, what are the next steps? The next steps for this, uh, you know, we just completed the survey. Um, KMA right now is going to be compiling all that, getting those that information, that data together, pulled together. Um, and what they'll do is they'll make an analysis of it, and they'll this will contribute to their overall analysis um, from their in-person visit, their, their discussions with the city, the research they've done, and from the survey. So the next step is the analysis, completing that, and then getting into the programming of the signage. Is there a timetable for their recommendations to you in the city? Yes, so the, per, the, per the current schedule right now, the, third, the final quarter of 2024 is when they're prepared to, um, preparing to have a completed uh, programming and uh, package and recommendations with that. That's where we'll um, evaluate and determine what the next steps of that implementation, that action plan will be after this, but yeah, we're looking at 2024 for the contract. And just as a final question, how are they going to process the branding issue or how will that work between the city and the consultants? And that's a good question because, you know, branding, you know, we want a directional sign system, but our third goal is really, again, establishing a brand, promoting the brand that we had that Milfreesboro and other groups have built on, integrating the current architecture and landscape of the downtown into a better a better brand awareness. And so one of the, that, what that third goal, what we're going to do um, with this project is, again, when we get that preliminary design, those preliminary programming and signage uh, drafts, we're going to um, have that discussion with our stakeholders. We're going to have that with the internal city team. We're going to make sure that those drafts, those designs are understood, what they're proposing, and is it really on point with the brand that we have um, based on the current conditions and then the investment that we'll be seeing. Um, as everybody knows, or maybe not, but as many people have heard, Keystone on Broad 
um, the revitalization project on Broad Street, Northwest Broad Street, is that that effort to help you know continue that vibrancy of the downtown, continue that energy, and really expanding the downtown and making it much more prominent. And so we want to make sure that we're able to really share the drafts and designs with our stakeholders, with our team, so we can get this input, so we can ensure we're crafting a brand that's going to be aesthetically pleasing to the environment we have now, but also for the environment of the future that we'll see. Because they probably need to know not just about the past of downtown, but they also need to know where we're going. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, Joel, thanks a lot for being with us to share this. I know a lot of our citizens and residents are very excited about it as well. Thank you, sir. It's been great talking about this. We've been talking to Joel Aguilera, who is in the planning department. He's a planner. And for more information on planning and zoning for the city of Murfreesboro, you can contact the executive director, Greg McKnight, and his email is gregmcknight at murfreesboro.tn.gov or call 615-849-2606. This podcast has originated from City Hall. Thanks for listening to The Insider via Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music Audible, as well as Google Podcast. You can also watch The Insider right here as you're watching on YouTube. Our producer is the award-winning Michael Nevels. For more information on the fast-growing city of Murfreesboro, it's murfreesboro.tn.gov. Insider is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Thanks a lot for joining us.